Ralph wept for the end of innocence, the darkness of a man's heart, and the fall through the air of the true wise friend called Piggy. That is a quote from Willem Golding's Lord of the Flies. And if you haven't read that book, you should really go and read it. It is a good read, but just, you know, a warning. It is a little graphic and it is a little gruesome. It has some dark themes, but all in all, it is a good read. And it's about a group of boys who are stranded on an island after their plane crashes, leaving them to fend for themselves. Now, these boys are like schoolboys. They're like 8 to 12 years old. So, pretty chaotic. Um, the only order they have is with a conch. And the leader, Ralph, has to kind of be the leader of this tribe. Because it's basically a tribe. It's just them. There's no adults. It's just kids. And they're trying to be grown up. They're trying to survive. But there's always going to be some conflict. The theme of this story is civilization versus savagery. Humanity is often on the brink of chaos and people do evil things because it's in their nature. One could argue that the foil to the character Ralph is Jack Meridu. Jack Meridu is the symbol for savagery. He is one of the hunters. He is obsessed with hunting pigs and he's very violent he's not worried about you know getting off the island he just wants to catch a pig and it's very interesting because at the beginning of the story when he's hunting we see a glimpse of his humanity he doesn't want to kill the pig and he actually lets the pig go and that is totally different from how he is in the rest of the story, we slowly see his humanity just sinking away. And he turns into a monster. Kind of. Really, I guess Robert is the monster because he was really messed up. But enough of that. Enough about... Yeah. (laughs) Jack Meridu could also be a foil to the character Piggy. Piggy is the only one who remembers, hey, we are here to get rescued. We need to make a fire. We need to get rescued. He has to keep reminding everyone that. And without Piggy, they had no chance of getting rescued. They used his glasses as something to start a fire with. So his glasses are a symbol of hope in the story. So the conch is law and order, the glasses are hope, and I guess the fire could be a symbol of cleansing. And there's also another symbol in the story known as the beast. All of the smaller kids are really terrified of this being because at night they would hear things moving in the trees and stuff. Everyone was terrified of this beast, 
But really, the true beast of the story was fear and chaos. The true beast was themselves. sad story. Simon, the kind and Christ figure of the story, is killed because he is mistaken for the beast and is beaten. And then his body is dragged into the sea. The same thing happens with Piggy except for Robert throws a giant rock at him and then he falls to his death and the conch is shattered and after that conch is shattered everyone goes savage they burn the island down they chase Ralph, they try to kill him and then he's saved last minute by a navy soldier but you know he he was kind of late on that because they're all pretty traumatized now But I think the meaning of the story as a whole is we all have darkness in us and certain things bring out that darkness. We were born with it and it's in our instinct to do anything to survive. of innocence. Innocence is really easy to lose and it's very hard to keep. In The Catcher in the Rye, if you read it, I hope you did because it's a great book, um, he buys his sister a Shirley Beans album and he ends up accidentally breaking it. So I think that symbolizes the loss of innocence because it's a pretty innocent album. And in The Outsiders, um, Johnny's last words were, stay gold. In other words, stay pure. And he said that to Ponyboy. All of the characters in The Outsiders are corrupt. For example, Dally, he got arrested when he was 10, so he lost his innocence right there. And all the other characters have been in fights, you know. I mean, being in a fight doesn't take away your innocence, but they just do other stuff too, you know? And, um... Okay, um, my sister's boyfriend is really loud. Um... The poem that Johnny was referring to, you know, Stay Gold, is written by Robert Frost and it's talking about the fragileness of innocence. So here's how it goes. Nature's first green is gold, her hardest hue to hold, her early leaves a flower, but only so an hour. So leaf subsides to leaf, so Eden sank to grief. So dawn goes down today, nothing gold can stay. So, um, when we look at this, you know, if, 
you've read the Bible, Eden is where the first sin was committed. That's where Adam and Eve lost their innocence and where they were banned from the Garden of Eden. And there's a lot of stuff in that that really gets you to thinking, you know, I should probably try to keep my innocence. Because innocence is a very important thing in life. It's best to stay innocent if you can. Um, and forgive me, Leonard Peacock. His innocence was taken from him. Some people can't help that they don't have innocence. They were stripped of it. But that doesn't mean that they're a bad person. If they got past that, then that means they're a very strong person. And Leonard, he dealt with that for a few years until he just couldn't take it anymore. He had to get back at him. When I say him, I mean Asher Beale. But he couldn't do it. And that's a good thing. It's a really good thing. That happened for a reason. I'm supposed to be being funny, kind of, but now I'm just getting really deep. hasn't read or watched The Hunger Games, I'm sorry that I just spoiled that for you. <laughs> but, um, most of the boys at my school don't have innocence. I mean, like, they just talk really nasty. That's not flattering at all. And it makes them look like idiots. And the thing is, I go to a Christian school, so I can only imagine how it's like in public school. It must be horrible in public school. Um, so that's all I have for this segment. I hope you liked it. So the book that I want to talk about in this segment is To Kill a Mockingbird. And I love this book. I read it last year at school. And I just actually love doing all the worksheets and tests for this. I know that sounds weird. But I love the symbolism that was in the book. And I just loved getting to study that. So if you haven't read the book, I suggest you do. And if you don't want any spoilers, I suggest just stopping right here. Because I will be spoiling some stuff. Okay, so let's get into this. Harper Lee uses a mockingbird for one of her symbolisms. And here's a quote from the book. To kill a mockingbird is a sin, Miss Lottie says. The mockingbird is a symbol for innocence because mockingbirds do not harm anyone. Literally all they do is just sing. They don't do anything. So there are two characters who I identify with this symbolism. Tom Robinson and Arthur Radley. Now Tom Robinson is a black man and he is accused of raping Mayla Ewell. However, this is not true. 
and he did not do that. But the town is against him because he is black and they are racist. And Arthur Riley is believed to be a monster and he is feared even though no one really knows him. Um, Tom is innocent and powerless but is killed. And Arthur Riley is also innocent and powerless but thought to be a monster by the county. And so that's one of the symbolisms, innocence. Another one is brokenness. So in the novel, we see a lot of characters are broken physically. Mrs. DeBoos, Tom Robinson, and even Atticus. Mrs. DeBoos is bedridden from an addiction she had. I can't remember what it was, but I'm sure you could just look that up. And Tom Robinson, his hand was is disfigured because it got caught in a cotton gin. And of course, Atticus, he's an older man, so he's getting broken down physically because he's old. And even the town itself is broken down and worn out. Um, at the beginning of the book, it says, the courthouse sagged in the center square. I can't remember if that's the exact quote, but I mean, it's pretty close. So this symbolizes the brokenness of all the county's people. Another symbolism is racism. So the people of Maycomb see Bob, see Boo and Tom as monsters, and at one point we were inclined to believe so. But we see that they are not the real monsters of the novel. Racism and judgment is. Racism causes a man to lose his life. And judgment causes us to believe that a man is not really how he seems. So everyone judged Arthur, but really he was actually a good character. And he was actually looking out for the kids in the novel, Scout and Jim. And he actually saves them at the end of the novel. And yeah, so I think that's... I've covered a lot of the symbolism. I'm not sure if that's all, but I hope you enjoyed it. Hatred is blind. Rage carries you away. And he who pours out vengeance runs the risk of tasting a bitter draft. The Count of Monte Cristo. So the theme of this novel is vengeance and forgiveness. And, you know, here's a spoiler alert because there are spoilers in this. So that's just a warning. And if you haven't read this book, I do suggest reading it because it's great. Okay. So at the beginning of the novel, we meet Edmund Dantes. So this is a happy-go-lucky 19-year-old. He's about to get married, and he just got a big promotion. So everything in his life is going perfect. And he's very trusting and stuff. But his three friends, well, no, his two friends, Danglers and Ferdinand, betray him and accuse him of being a Bonapartist. So this takes place in the Napoleonic area. I mean, era. So this is a time where if you support Napoleon, then you will go to jail for treason and you will stay there. So he isn't even given a trial because Phil Thorpe, the public prosecutor, doesn't want anyone to know 
that his father is a Bonapartist, and he does not want people to think that he is biased. So he just sends him straight to prison just to save his um, public image. So that really sets Edmund off. So after 14 years of being in the dungeon, and he does have one friend that's right beside him. Um, I don't know how to say his name, but I will try it. Um, Abby Farah, we're going to say that. Um, and that man teaches him everything, you know, languages, literature, all that stuff. And eventually he tells him about riches that are on an island called Monte Cristo. So eventually he does die because that guy's an old man. And when he does die, the guards come in and wrap him. They put him in like a bag and then they leave. So Dantes goes over to his cell and gets in the body bag and puts the guy's body in his cell. And that's how he escapes. But he did not know that the bodies of the prisoners actually are thrown into the ocean. So he is thrown into the ocean. And then it's almost a change takes place in him instantly when he hits the water, like a reverse baptism. So... He basically goes from a good guy to immediately a bad guy, just like that. He becomes cynical, he has the mind of a criminal, he lies, and he basically deceives everyone around him in order to get his revenge. So eventually he does get revenge on everyone that wronged him, and he does go pretty far with it, but once he sees that Villefort's son just he did die because he was poisoned and it's kind of when he steps back and realizes okay I've gone too far maybe I don't have the gift of providence and providence is the right to punish others and then at the end of the novel um Heidi which is the girl who's in love with him admits his love, her love for him, and that stops him from killing himself because he was going to commit suicide because he felt so bad for all the things that he had done. And so he takes that as a sign that God has forgiven him. And so here's the things that we can learn from this story. God is always powerful than man. Only God has the right to punish and reward. And only a man who knows deep sadness can experience true happiness. So Edmund is a man who has experienced deep sadness. I mean, he was locked in a dungeon for 14 years and had his life stripped from him for no reason. And then at the end of the novel, he does experience true happiness with Haiti. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. And I would really suggest reading this. It is a long book to get through, but it's worth it. <laughs>